You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Andrew Kaplan. That sounds so weird. You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Cappy. Hey everyone, this is Cappy and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a recipe sharing insider tips and tricks on what makes this their favorite dish. Last week, you heard from Chef Eric Repair of famed seafood restaurant in New York City, La Bernadette. In 1995, at just 29 years old, Repair earned a four-star rating from the New York Times. 20 years later, and for the fifth consecutive time, La Bernadette again earned the New York Times' highest rating of four stars, becoming the only restaurant to maintain this status for this length of time without ever dropping a star. I'm not really going to go on and explain anything further about Chef Repair because if you missed last week's episode, I highly encourage you to check that out. But in this episode, Chef Repair shares what else? A seafood recipe. It's his seared tuna with a soy ginger vinaigrette and baby bok choy. And it's doable. You can make this at home. Repair is arguably the best seafood chef in the country, maybe the world. So you're in for a treat because you're about to learn tons of tips from a four-star chef. I'll stop talking, but this is Just the Plate. My name is Eric Ripper. I'm the chef of Le Bernardin. And the dish I will describe, because I'm the chef of a seafood restaurant, will be seared tuna with a soy ginger vinaigrette and baby bok choy. So first of all, you have to find a great quality tuna. We use yellowfin tuna because it's sustainable. I suggest that we cut steaks of about an inch thick. We season them on both sides with salt, pepper, herb de Provence. So herb de Provence is a, a mix of aromatic herbs that very often integrate in, in a mix some thyme, rosemary, oregano, and other aromatics like that a bit of olive oil, and let it rest while you do the rest of the preparation. So the soy ginger vinaigrette, it's what we call a broken vinaigrette. So technically, you have two types of vinaigrettes. You have emulsified vinaigrettes, which have a certain consistency, a creaminess, and then you have broken vinaigrette where you have in the bottom the aromatic liquid or the acidity and on top uh, the, the oil. So it's basically separated. So for that vinaigrette, I take a shallot. I mince the shallot very thinly. And then I squeeze on top of the shallot in a bowl, lime juice. So for one shallot, assuming that we cook for four people and we have four steaks of tuna, I need about a shallot or two mince very thinly. On top of it, two or three lime juice. Then I add a little bit of sherry vinegar, aged sherry vinegar, maybe about teaspoon of it and then I let the shallot and the vinegar and, and, and the lime mas- macerate together because it takes the oniony flavor from the shallot that is very strong but you still keep the consistency like the crunch of the shallot and the texture and you still have the flavor but it's not overwhelming then I add maybe a tablespoon of grated ginger in it and after that I cover it with some olive oil. So if we have about three limes squeezed on top and a bit of sherry vinegar, I would say I double the liquid in quantity with the olive oil and I let it rest like that. Then we find the baby bok choy. 
they need to be cleaned. So you remove the, the big leaves, cut a little bit uh, at, at the root, wash them very well. And then what I do usually is I blanch them very, very quickly in salted water, boiling salted water, remove them from the, the water when they start to when the leaves start to be a little bit uh, tender, but I want the heart of the bok choy to be crunchy. It's a, a level of awareness that you have to have that you don't want the, the heart of the bok choy to be raw, but you want to be a bit of texture, so crunchy, and the leaves on the outside are still green, but tender. If you don't have baby bok choy, you use the bigger ones and you split them in half and actually it's, it's simpler to see when they're cooked because with a blade uh, you can go through the bok choy and if you have a lot of uh, resistance from it it means it's not cooked enough and if it's it very easily um, it's very easy to go through the bok choy it means it's overcooked the tuna is seared in a very very hot pan or on the grill if you have the a grill or a griddle and it's seared really 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 nicely quickly I don't want a very thick crust I want just to sear it to give a little bit of that smokiness and cook the herb de Provence and then I flip the tuna so maybe one minute 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 and a half on a very high heat and then I flip the tuna another minute max and what I do sometimes to make sure that the tuna is still rare I always serve tuna rare but not, I don't serve it raw, not cold in the center. So I take a metal skewer, I go through the flesh of the tuna, and then I touch my hand and make sure that the skewer is warm. And that will give me the information that the tuna is rare, but not cold in the center. I take four plates. I put the bok choy either way in the center or sometimes around. The tuna is sliced. So the tuna steaks, I have four steaks. I slice it in three or four pieces each and, and put it next to the bok choy. And then the soy ginger vinaigrette, I go with a tablespoon inside the bowl. I mix a little bit the ingredients and I, I make sure that I take from the bottom the dressing. Actually, I forgot the soy, which is for a soy ginger vinaigrette is important. <laughs> I put the soy um, right after the vinegar and the lime juice, but you can put it after the olive oil if you wish, but do not forget the, the soy sauce. So the amount of soy sauce that goes in, in that dressing is probably two tablespoons, maybe two and a half tablespoons. And then when it's time to drizzle the, the dressing around the tuna, I make sure that I mix well from the bottom to have a little bit of ginger, a little bit of shallot, the soy sauce and, and the acidity. And of course, the olive oil naturally stays on top and, and you can sprinkle that around the fish. I never put the sauce on top of the fish because I like to keep the purity of the, of the tuna, the flavors, and everyone can, at his discretion, take the, a piece of, of the fish and, and go in a sauce and, and test it like that. And it's a very simple recipe that I do very often at home. Find more on Chef Eric Repair at ericrepair.com or lay-bernadin.com. That's L-E-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-I-N.com. This episode was produced by Ian Cohen, Joe Yeaton, and myself. You can find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Cappy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. 
Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.